Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, interesting thing. You know, I mean, uh, the market has been moving lower, but you know what? It looks like we're on day two of a follow-through attempt. Of course, if you get four days in a row on two or more major indexes, that indicates a follow-through day. So, you know, it's been doom and gloom here all of, you know, April. April was a terrible month for the market. But you know what? It's very interesting because it looks as if, and you know, we won't know this here. Um, you know, we, 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 we won't, we won't know this, uh, but you know, you know, we may be right at the right, right uh, near a follow through day. Basically last month in April, we had the largest monthly decline since 2008, according to the Dow Jones market data. And uh, it's the worst, it was the worst April since 2000. So, you know, it looks as if we may be coming out of this. I, I'm amazed at this because, you know, I wouldn't have thought it. I mean, emotionally, I think it's going to go down further. But you know what? It looks as if we may be getting near a bottom. And that would be very strange. But this is what it looks like. So if, um, you know, if we get a turnaround, if we get two more days of positive direction, we could get a fall through day. And if we get a fall through day, We'll move from a market in correction to a market uh, in a confirmed uptrend. And that would be absolutely amazing. Uh, again, I don't know if this is going to happen, you know, because you never you never know. But it's very, very interesting. So, you know, while, you know, while we've been kind of doom and gloom, I've definitely been doom and gloom. I mean, I've been putting stuff out there. It's been, you know, it's been whacked down several times. I mean, but, you know, it just it's funny because. It just appears that we may be on the verge of a new uptrend. And that would be really, really interesting. So I kind of want to show you kind of an interesting little watch list that I've been putting together that you might be interested in, things that might work if we move to a uptrend, if we move, if we get a fall through date and we move to a um, confirmed uptrend. And, and this is basically the list um, right here. Um, and it's basically three stocks. They're basically in um, the top area of the market that I think right now, uh, energy and agricultural chemicals. Now, this, this is the area of the market that has been doing the best. And if you are, uh, if you've, if you, um, if you've taken a look at our um, list of um you know, uh, strongest performing areas of the market, this is definitely where they're at. Chenier Energy today was up 4.41%, and it may be viable. Uh, it may still be viable. Let's look at LNG just really quickly. This is sort of on my watch list. I don't own Chenier right now, but I am looking possibly to uh, start a position in it because it just appears to me that it's starting to look good. I, um, you know, I did, I, I was in it, I bought it, I wrote it up, and then I was taken out. But now it looks as if, you know, it was up 3.3% today. It looks like it's come down, tested that very critical 50-day moving average, and it's, boom, it's moved up, and it's definitely above that reversal line. So, you know, can we buy it here? I don't know, but it's definitely on my list. Here's, an, here's another one that I kind of want to show you. This is one I did buy today. And this is a pretty, you know, you know, kind of a vanilla, you know, it's not very exciting. 
but uh, everybody's heard of this one. It's Exxon Mobil, and it was up 2% today, which in a market that's just been kind of going south, I mean, that's, you know, it's starting to look, starting to look good, starting to look good. Um, now, this one is in a cup with handle formation. We're not in the buy zone yet. We're, we're getting close. We're very close. I just bought a small position uh, basically at 88.51. Um, and so I'm down a little, no, I'm sorry, 88.51. I'm down a little bit um, on 88.34 after hours, but it's starting to move very nicely. At least I think so. So let's look over the weekly chart on Axon to see kind of what's going on here. Well, you know, normally I wouldn't be that excited about this kind of a stock, but look at this. Uh, we just uh, we just had some earnings here. We came through earnings. The sales were up 53%. The earnings were up 218%. And this is no small company. Uh, some very, very nice earnings action on this one. You know, I frankly think this is probably going to go higher. Um, I own. I also own um, Chevron, which is also in that group of the integrated, um, you know, the the integrated um, uh, companies. But uh, you know, this one also looking good. This is we're going back here to the monthly chart, and we're starting to see it break out into a newer, higher high. So that's another one that you know possibly you could you could look at. Now I do have also, and this is actually my top performer, believe it or not. A company called Mosaic, and they're in the agricultural chemicals area. And everybody's been hearing about, you know, all the problems that we've been having, you know, with the food supply. And unfortunately, I think that's going to at least continue through the summer. Uh, and right now, many of the uh, people are moving to, you know, uh, either buying more fertilizer. Is what what can you say? We came down, we tested the 200-day line. I did buy a position. Uh, yesterday, I bought basically uh, at 6601. We're at 6708. I bought kind of off this line, but this is one you might want to look at as well. It's Mosaic, and it was up about 8.70% today, or about $5.53. Now, I wish I had, had bought it totally correctly. I, I, you know, I kind of botched my, my entry, but I still think it's good. I do think it's going to get power here. We're seeing we it came through earnings, very, very nice earnings. And I think it's likely to go higher. So I definitely think that this is potentially, if we move into that confirmed uptrend, which we're not in yet, I think this one also might be, you know, might be a good potential, uh, you know, might might be might be a good potential uh, um, buy. Um, just one thing I kind of want to point out, you know, Tuesday, Mark the second day of the the rally attempt, and you know, uh, I wasn't expecting this either. But we had a rally attempt on Monday, Tuesday. Now we need two more. We need four in a row. But if we do get that, if we get that, we may get a follow through day by as early as Friday. And if that happens, then at least for the short term, we need to see one or more of the major indexes go higher. So. This would confirm a new rally. So I'm not saying this happened yet. It hasn't, but it might happen very, very shortly. Um, let me just show you kind of what I'm in currently. Um, I'm just in three stocks. That is it. I am literally, you know, the cupboard is bare. I was selling pretty much everything, um, you know, and taking profits where I could, uh, going short on some of, with some of my short positions, but I still have three of them. 
uh, which you know I'm probably going to be possibly looking at those tonight, seeing if they're closable, uh, because I still think they're in a downward trend on some of these, like the the short I have on Disney and possibly the one I have on Boeing. But it looks as if it looks as if uh, you know we're starting to see that that turn now again. Right now, all I have are energy stocks and uh, fertilizer stocks. I've got Chevron, I've got Exxon, and I've got Mosaic. Not a whole lot, but in terms of the increases in price, we're looking, you know, pretty good at least for right now. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how that holds up. Uh, you know, we'll see how that holds up tomorrow. But anyways, that's sort of the long and the short of it. Just wanted to kind of show you that and uh, and see before we get into the questions. Just kind of wanted to give you. Um, kind of, kind of a heads up there. You know, now's the time to be creating the best, um, the the best lists that we can. Uh, that's why these watch lists are so important because when it does take a turn for the higher, that's when you want to start going into the uh, in into the um, uh, in, in in into the into the market as as you know as quickly as you can. So, without further ado, let's get to some of the questions. Thanks for holding on, everybody so much. Uh, let's take a look. Well, hey, Jim, uh, Apple headed toward 150. Really? Okay. And is the rally more likely? Well, you know, I do think we are going to get a rally in Apple, but it's in, unfortunately, it's still not in the best part of the market where we want to be concentrating, I believe. And, you know, Apple is a great, great company, but we don't really want to be in Apple probably right now because the sector that sector is not doing as well as some of the other sectors i want to kind of highlight a sector for you in the market and i know this has been and i'm sounding like the broken record of all time but i want to emphasize the xle now this is the spider that covers the energy sector and i this is the this is where i think that you know we need to be looking possibly uh, this is this this entire sector has a relative strength of 96, which is which is excellent. And as you can see, it's made it it's making its move. So I still think that you know this is far from being over with. Um, we also you know if you look at this sector, comparing it, I believe to the XL. Uh, what is it? Um, <laughs> the XLT, I believe it is. I think that's Telcom. Uh, it's XL. No, the XLRE. The two best sectors in the market right now are the XLE and the real estate sector, believe it or not. And it's the, and I don't like the real estate sector as much because it's below that 200-day line. So um, I would be careful about buying Apple here, even though it is reversing higher and it may move better. I still believe very strongly that it is. Um, it's that's not in that's not the area of the market. That we should be uh, that 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 we should be concentrating on uh, right now. I think that you know I think that there's other areas of the market that are um, that are looking much much better, um, you know much 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 better um, as well. So let me see if I can pull up some one of those. Um, let's see. Well. Goodness. All I'm doing here is I'm just um, looking at the recap here. And 
So anyways, <laughs> I, didn't get, I didn't get quite that right. Uh, but I definitely think that, you know, as good a stock as Apple is, and it's a great stock, I think that you really ought to be looking in another part of the market. Uh, right now, it's not the time to be buying tech stocks. Tech stocks are one of the least performing sectors right now in the in the economy, so uh, in, in the stock market. Where you want to stick are there are basically three very strong sectors of the economy. Of, of the of the market one of course is xle that's 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 the energy sector uh also xlre that's the sector spider that covers the real real estate sector and then there's the mining and materials so we're still basically in those cyclicals that's kind of where we gotta kind of kind of where we want to be all right mpw let's take a look at this one and see mpw and that is the Medical Properties Trust. Okay, well, that's not bad. Uh, we're definitely in an area that, of the market that, um, you know, is, is, real estate, is real estate related. Uh, so that indeed is good. Uh, but on this one, would I buy this? No. And I tell you why, because it has moved below that very critical, um, it's, it's got the death cross on it, which means that the 50 days moved below the 200 day. That indicates weakness. Now, it is looking like it's getting a little bit of support here. But with this one, I don't think so. Uh, I think, you know, you know, it's just not the time, uh, you know, not the time to get in. So I wouldn't I wouldn't I, I wouldn't get into this one. Um, MPW, it's it's a good area. But you know what? I don't think this is a, this is where you want to be. Um, I think you want to be probably, uh, you probably don't want to be in with this one. It's got a downward trend and it's below, trending below the 50-day line. So I would not be, I, I, I would not be in, I would not be in this one. Uh, that's just, uh, that's just a lot, that's just a long and the short of it. I would not be in this one. Starbucks. Okay, well, you know, this is another fairly weak sector. You know, part of the problem here is that many of the stocks that used to work are not going to work as well on this on this uptrend we want to stick in the areas that are looking good as you can take a look take a look at this one the first thing you always should do when you're evaluating a stock to get in or get out of is look at the overall trend look at the direction of the 200 day line is it pointing up or is it pointing down well this one's pointing down and so is the 50 day and so is the 21 day and so is the 10 day so the trend, overall trend of this is downward. So would you catch a falling knife? I wouldn't. So I wouldn't catch a falling knife on this one, Brian. I, you know, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a great brand. Uh, but you know what? Unfortunately, I just don't think it's, 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 it's the place to be. Um, so here's the thing. Don't catch a falling knife. And, 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 you know, that's the, that's the main thing when you're evaluating a stock is you want to look, first of all, at the overall direction. So just pull up your charts and go to the either daily or the weekly chart and look to see kind of what is the general overall direction. Well, you know, if we were buying Starbucks back here, obviously in, tw in, in 2020, June of 2020, it was moving up, moving up very, very nicely. But there was a character change, and it was a character change right here right in 21 this has not been a stock literally 
good for a year. As you can see, this has been a downward trend. Now, let's compare this to a stock that's in a better part of the market. Let's look at ExxonMobil, XOM. This is a stock that I just bought. Let's, let's compare this one. Well, if we were way back here in, 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 in March of 2020, well, it was a terrible stock. Look at that. It was going all the way, it was going down. But since December of 2020, it has been steadily moving up. Okay, so this is where we want to be. We want to be in these kind of stocks. We want to be in the stocks that have that upward trend. Now, we're looking at the monthly. Let's look at the daily chart. And as you can see, this is moving up. So this is the first thing that you need to do when you're evaluating a stock is look to see what the overall trend is. And don't just, you know, go back a ways and, and you know, go back, you know, maybe a year or so and look to see what is the overall trend. If the trend is not up, just click to the next one, really. Because, um, you know, you just don't want to catch that falling knife. And it's easy to do, believe me. <laughs> it's super easy to do. It's super easy to do. All right. Good question. Um, all right. Uh, when the market rebounds, what sector will perform better or which stocks will be the leader in your opinion? Well, it's not my opinion. Let me show you the two that are going to do the best, at least for the short term. The first one, of course, is the XL. The reason I'm, I'm giving you spider select um, sectors of the market, but let's look at let's look at the XL, XLV. I'm sorry, <laughs> XLF, which is the the financials. So I'm going to show you this one here. Hopefully, we'll get that up. Yeah, there we go. Spider select financials. The two best that are probably going to do the best in the near term future, believe it or not. And though I know I'm not particularly a fan of these, are the Spider Select, um, the Spider Select Financial, and it's down, it's way down, but it's starting to move back up. There's starting to be a lot of investment in this one. I don't particularly like this one, but my guess is that we're still going to see the best performance in the XLF, which is well, the uh, there we go. Let's see if it let's see if it changes. That's the XLF. Yeah, there's it's XLE. This this is the this is the sector fund. This is the part of the market that I think will do the best. It is the energy. It, it's it's the energy sector. That's where you're going to do the best. That's part of the reason why I have Chevron and Exxon Mobil. So here's another thing. Let's let's take a look to see in this in the rankings which sectors are doing the very best. So if we're buying out of the very best sectors. That's the likelihood that we're going to get the very best results. So let's look at the strongest sectors currently in the uh, in, in, in the rankings. The number one sector is coal, believe it or not. Now, I don't own any coal stocks. Uh, there's, there's not that many coal companies out there. Don't really recommend them. But the second stock, the second area is the agricultural chemicals area. Now, this is where we have. Uh, you know, and this is this is where Mosaic and Nutrien are. Uh, those are the names of the stocks. So let's look at the kind of the stocks that are in this group. Well, we've got Nutrien at no, top number one, and then Mosaic number two, and then this is a company that I don't know much. And CF Industries. These are all fairly good stocks, and they all have potentially good entry points. I think that Nutrien and and, uh, and Mosaic are the two best. Now, let's go to the next sector, the next uh, area that is likely to have the best, the, the, the best stocks. Well, that's the oil and gas royalty trust. 
and then uh, international ENP drilling. So let's go down to the integrated oil and gas integrators. There's a lot of very, very strong companies in this area. This is going to be very, very good as well. If you'll notice, if you'll notice all of these here basically are basically either um, either oil and gas, uh, um, uh, uh, either, either oil and gas steel production or, um, you know, uh, utilities, <laughs> which is, or, or potentially, or, or potentially mining. So none of the stocks that you normally would look at and go, wow, that's a, that's an exciting stock, you know, like a tech stock, they're not in here. They're not in here at all. And if you look at the first top 50 places here, you know, we're basically in all these kind of, you know, food packaging, uh, alternative energy, Leisure Lodging, you see, Leisure Lodging is doing pretty good, but it's way down here at 53. So why not look at the very best of the best? And those those typically are, are here. So let's take another one, another, another look here um, in oil and gas refining. That's another area that is likely to do very, very well. Uh, and so in oil and gas refining, we've got Marathon Petroleum, MPC, Valero, Valero is another one. VLO, this is another good stock uh, that 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 has has a lot of potential. Phillips sixty six. Let's look at Phillips sixty six and see how that's set up uh, right now. Uh, it's it's okay. It's but it's coming in. It's it's gonna. This is gonna be probably making its move here. So I would say that this one is potentially actionable right now. Phillips sixty six symbol PSX. But what I'm trying to say to everybody out there is that basically what's going on is that when it comes back, it's not going to come back in the text, at least not for yet, at least not right now. It's going to come back in the energies. It's going to come back in the agricultural chemicals. That's where it's going to go. So <laughs> thanks for that, though. Let's look at Gush. Gush is an interesting ETF. That's it. Now, and this is an inter another interesting way to play it. Um, G-U-S-H. And this is a 2x, this is a leveraged ETF. Uh, this is a leveraged bull ETF. And this is not, this is a good, uh, this is a good potential one here, Alberto. Thank you for bringing this up. We're in the right area of the market, oil and gas, that's for sure. This is a leveraged ETF. This is basically an options deal. Uh, and we have just come off of that 200-day line. So definitely think that, you know, this is, this is actionable here. Look at that relative strength. It's 99. That's what we want to see. We want to see these very, very strong areas of the market. Um, right now, it's just too difficult to be in an area of the market that isn't working. So the idea is if you're going to be in an area of the market uh, is to get into an area of the market that's really working well. You know, energy right now is the number one area. Energy and agricultural chemicals for <laughs> the number one area. Uh, also, let's look at Boyle, B-O-I-L. Thank you for these, by the way, Alberto. Appreciate it. Um, and let's 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 look at that as well. Yeah, another another very very good chart. Uh, this is an ETF, of course. Um, it it's always, you know, if you can buy something when it's making a higher high, that is not a bad idea. So it seems as if a hundred is basically the resistance here and it's moved past 100 and it looks like it's just holding in 100. If it can move past this, very likely that it may go higher. This is the natural gas ETF. By the way, <coughs> you 
you know, again, this is sort of the, the first thing that you do, obviously, when you look at a chart, is you take a look at the chart and you say, oh, well, you know, I wouldn't have want, ever wanted to touch this thing from about, you know, from obviously about uh, December uh, 2018 on here to about March 21. But then all of a sudden it started moving in the upper direction. And then, of course, it pulled back and now it's making a higher high. This is this is typically where you want to get in is as it's making that higher high. And it's definitely 100 is definitely resistance for this. So I really thank you for this one. This is a boil. Uh, that's the name of this one. It's ultra uh, it's a it's the natural gas ETF. ProShares has a lot of these sec these specific uh, ETFs. So it's, uh, so that's definitely I definitely like that. Uh, are killing it. <laughs> Don't check off the radar um, if you're MR. Okay, let's look at MR. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Because you know it's energy. Energy is where it's at in this market. I mean that's just that's just where the market is is. So. You know, I really appreciate that, Alberta. That's you're absolutely right. I mean, that's that's those are the kind of things you want to be looking at. Now, AMD did make a movement up today, but I probably would not be in AMD right now just because of the sector. Um, you know, I just because of the sector, it's still in a downward trend. Look at this. Um, you know, AMD, very nice company, great earnings, but unfortunately, let's look at the trend. The trend is downward, and we're below that 200-day line. So with a relative strength of 38, I don't want to buy a 38. I want to buy an 80 or better, even though they had great earnings. Look at that. Great earnings, but it's in a temporary downward trend. So I would have to say on this one, you just you just don't want to be on this one. So, you know, um, you know great stock. Bad sector. And, and that's kind of the uh, you know that's that's kind of that's kind of the way you got you got you got to do it. You got to look at that. And you got to say, well, I, I you know I love um, you know I love uh, uh, AMD as a company, um, but I just don't I just don't think this sector of the 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 fabulous sector right now is doing particularly well right now. The electronic semiconductor fabulous is 169 out of 193. That means this is in the bottom 20% of the entire stock market, not a place you want to be investing. What, what are, what's happening, just by taking a look at this one, is that the companies are selling these kind of stocks with these high PE multiples. Actually, this isn't too bad, 26. And they're buying the resource stocks with the low PE multiples. Let's take a look at LNG. And this one is setting up. This is the liquefied natural gas company, Chenier, that I was talking to you about. It's up in the after hours. And look at the, look at the, uh, um, uh, you know, you know, look at this. This is, this, look at this chart. It's a much better chart. Also, it's in the oil and gas transport and pipeline, 16 out of 197. So this is looking in the right area of the market. So instead of investing, I know it's tough, instead of investing in a uh, AMD, which I love the company, uh, just it's not the right area of the market right now. That's just the main thing, uh, unfortunately. All right, still looking for those bear spreads. Are they close? I have um, uh, I have the bear spreads. Let me let's look in on those bear spreads, uh, and uh, let's let's see if I can pull that up here. Uh, these are the bear, three. I have three bear spreads currently. The first one is down a little bit. Uh, it's it's a bear spread on Salesforce. I'm down about $40 on that one. 
Uh, and uh, because, you know, Salesforce is, is, let's see if we can get that one right up. Oh, yep, there we go. Okay, this is the bear spread on Salesforce. We're a little bit, a little bit down. So let's see if I can get the, let's see if it refreshes the price here correctly. All right, so, so not, not the Boeing one. Let's see if we can get the different, different one here. Uh, no, this is the this is Boeing. Nope. So let me see if I can switch over to this one. It's taking a bit of time to refresh here, but uh, basically I have three of I have three of them currently. I'm up on the Disney spread. I'm down on the Boeing spread, and I'm down on the Salesforce spread. But I'm still open on them. It's still pretty early in terms of in, in terms of where they're at. For some reason, I'm not getting it to refresh. Uh, as easily anyways so but i'm still in those three and i'm up on the uh, the disney spread and i'm down on both the boeing and the crm the the uh salesforce spread so we'll see how that works and i may be maybe still maybe uh <laughs> um maybe doing it interest rates hikes announced soon are going to kill the market well you know what you would think that but the way the way my the way it's looking is is that we're going to see a bounce in two areas of the market. Probably, we're going to see a bounce probably in the energy sector even higher because the inflation is going up and people are going to. It's going to be even more expensive to drive a car. People aren't going to stop driving, and <laughs> we're going to probably see that move up. Even though you're right, interest rates are going to kill. Consumer staples, they're going to kill a lot of the discretionary spending. I agree with that. But um, it looks as if, at least in terms of, uh, it, at least in terms of um, uh, some of, at least in terms of the, some of the sectors of the economy, they're going to do well. Energy is going to do well, and probably the financials are going to do well, and real estate is going to do well. Um, so as a matter of fact, our next question, this is a great question. What about the XLRE? This is one of the spider select. There's 11 spider select uh, areas. Uh, and this is the XLRE. And this has been doing fairly well, at least today. This one was up today. Um, in fact, eight of, nine of these were up. And I think the only ones down were consumer staples. Yeah. Okay. So this is starting to see some, some nice movement. Um, this is the spider select real estate area so this is primarily you know reits and that kind of thing and uh uh we did it did have a little bit of a little bit of a uh sell-off today a little bit down but in general it's looking you know it's it's in a it's an upward trend uh it's definitely it's it's definitely an upward trend would i buy it here i i kind of want to see it let's show a little bit more strength Let's look at the XL. Let's look at the uh, XLF. That's the financial one. I don't think this is quite as strong. Let's see. Yeah, it's not. This is still a downward trend. Don't want to buy it on a downward trend. So, yeah, I, I think you could possibly make a case for the XLRE. Um, I think you could definitely make a case for it. Um, there's a lot of REITs in this. There's a lot of... Uh, uh, companies that hold um, apartment, uh, you know, rental portfolios, that's going up as well. Um, uh, but the real estate uh, XLRE, you know, we're still in an upward trend on that. So I do like this one, uh, but there there is some selling that seems to be coming in. I don't know. It's hard to say. The one I really like the best in terms of the sectors of the economy, of course, no surprise, XLE, and that's the energy area. I still really, really like this one. Based on everything I'm seeing, it's still in an upward trend. 
We just tested and it's going higher. And this one, you know, this is a this is a good way to capture some nice upward motion. If we have inflation, of course, if we have inflation, we're going to get some real power in the XLE uh, because that's that's you know it's going to go to the gas pump. That's where it's going to go. So interesting. Um, food prices are going to remain high. Absolutely, uh, you, you, this is absolutely true. See, this is part of the reason the energy the the, the energy sector is doing so well. It's because literally energy isn't everything. I mean, high food prices, well, they have to arrive on a truck. So that's why they are expensive. So you're absolutely right about this. Absolutely right about this. Uh, thanks, Charles. This is Nutrien, NTR, question about Nutrien. This is also one that I think you ought to look at. This is the largest producer of, of, um, of phosphate-based um, phosphate-based um, fertilizer in the world, Nutrient. Now, I own Mosaic, which is similar to this company, but uh, this is the this is the big this is the big one. I I had um, before. Let's see, I had been been uh, long this. I, I did sell. I into the last little movement. I uh, I did I did sell. I I did I did make a little bit of profit on this one. I've owned this one before. In this, yeah, there we go. There we go. There's the movement out. That's where I was. Uh, you know, that's, that's where I, I got, uh, I, I got sold out pretty much near the top. Uh, and then I haven't bought it since, but now that it's come back and it's, it looks like it's getting, it's getting support right here, you know, it's moving over a hundred. This is a potentially a good buy and it's a good, this is not a bad place to buy it. It's trading above that, that 21 day line. So this is definitely something, this is actionable. Uh, th- th- this, this is actionable. I think you could ride this up at least to about 117, 120, and it's 105 right now. So this is looking very, very good. Uh, and, and I think that, you know, if the market turns on Friday and you can you make, a, make an excuse to buy before that, this is definitely one you can buy. And look at this, 98 relative strength. The relative strength line is pointing up. We've got, uh, we, it had excellent earnings there. Look at that earnings. And just sort of firing on all cylinders here at Nutrien, is one in this group. The other one, another one in this group, of course, is Mosaic, MOS. This is the one I did buy yesterday on Monday. I bought Mosaic. Let's see if I can get that up there, MOS. Um, uh, and uh, let's see if it'll pull up. Yep, there we go. Very similar, almost identical chart patterns with this one. Uh, it's off a little bit after hours, but this one is making the bounce. This was up significantly today. And then it's pulled back a little bit, but it's going to ride on that 21-day line. So the agricultural chemicals area, very good area of the market to be in right now. And uh, they just seem to be working. Um, unfortunately, with all this inflation, they're going to probably be in high demand. So just, uh, um, you know, just the way the way it is. Plus, they're going to raise the interest rates three or four more times this year. Yeah, you haven't seen anything yet. Unfortunately, you're right. You're right. And you know what? Here's the thing. When and this is one of the reasons why I've been very bearish on travel and leisure and also the Boeing company. Why? Because I don't think um, I, I think people are gonna they're gonna spend money on food. <laughs> they're not gonna spend it going out, and so the price of energy is gonna go up. That's gonna you know that, that's gonna go up, and so I think they're just gonna spend it closer to home. So I think that uh, you know a lot of the consumer discretionary areas aren't gonna do that well. Um, but, you know, I think uh, 
everything that's related to energy is going to do great. So unfortunately, I don't really want to see these interest rates go up, obviously. Uh, but they are. They're going to go up. So two of the areas that you want to be looking at are some of the financials and some of the energy areas. So you're absolutely right about this. Yes, yeah, energy. Uh, the only thing. Yeah, it's against oil, oil and discount retail. Absolutely. And why discount retail? I did very well on Dollar Tree. Uh, I sold out. I, I, I sold out. But Dollar Tree is doing well. Why? Because it's cheaper than Walmart. And there's a Dollar Tree right close to where I live, and I buy cleaning supplies there all the time. So you're right. You're, you're, you're absolutely right about this. Um, you know, discount retail is doing well as well. But, you know, there are so many companies in the energy area that are set up well. You can, you, you know, it doesn't take a magician to find some good, you know, there, what I'm saying is the train hasn't totally left the station. It isn't like, you know, it, it, I mean, with the energy, you can, you, you know, I've been making relatively safe bets, you know, with, a, with you know, Chevron and, and Exxon. I mean, these are very, you know, vanilla, easy bets, but, you know, they're probably going to work. So you're right. Uh, you're, you're, you're right on that. Um, uh, real estate. Yeah. Real estate's going to have trouble. You're right. Absolutely. Um, people have been buying the XLE, uh, the XLRE, which is the Spire Select real estate, primarily because I think of the um, exposure to the higher rents. But you're right. I think real estate might be a little bit dicey. Uh, so I, I'm not concentrating there. I'm out pretty much of all of that. Um, uh, um, what does the relative RSI and the, the MACD indicate? And do you use it? I don't really use the MACD all that much. Um, what I do, what I primarily use, let me show you the, 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 what I primarily use. I use, I use, um, the, the indicators that I use the most are the relative strength. Uh, and that's not RSI. It's a little bit different. And then I use the, I use four moving averages and the moving averages that I use, let me just pull this up. Uh, come on, come on, baby. Um, and then you can see them on this one. There's this black line here. That, yep, there we go. And these are the technical indicators. And the, the indicators that I use, um, the, the, the indicators that I, I use are the 200-day moving average. Okay, that is this black line on my, on my chart here. Then I also use the 50-day moving average. That's this red line here. I use the 21-day exponential moving average. Now, all of these are not exponential except for the 21-day. The 21-day is particularly important because I always want to trade a stock if it moves above that 21-day moving average and, and, uh, and, and it's an upper trend. I want to own that stock, say. And then when it goes below that, that's where I sell. So this is my entry point and that's my exit point based on the 21-day line. The 21-day exponential line is extremely important, and you can trade just using this by buying stocks as they move above that 21-day line and then and then moving your stop loss right up that 21-day line, and then eventually they'll pull back and pull back below that 21-day line. That's an easy way to, relatively easy way to trade. It does work very, very well. You do have to update your, your um, you do have to update your, your, um, uh, your stop losses, but this is a this is a definitely very very good way to trade on the 21 day line. And then I use the 10 day line, and and if and if the stock is above that 10 day line, that's where I the reason I use the 10 day line I use that how to buy it. I don't want to buy more than five percent above that 10 day line. So right now, 
for this stock that we're looking at, MCS Mosaic, right now we are, you know, 2.57% above that 10-day line. So potentially we could buy that because it's not 5%. Any 5% or more, I'm not going to buy that, but it's I'm above that, so I could possibly buy that. Now, the 21-day moving average, of course, that's the one we want to be trading above. If you'll notice, uh, this was the reason I part of the reason I bought a full position here. I don't know if you can see this, is that the mosaic had been trading below the 21 day line. I actually I wasn't holding it before, but I was waiting for a chance to get in. And normally, if I had been holding this, I would have sold right there as it went below that 21 day line. And then I would have waited until it came back. And that's where I bought it when it was moving above that 21-day line. So it started to move, move above that 21-day line. That's where I bought. And that's how I use the 21-day line. So those are the main lines that I use. Um, and there's, there's some other things as well. But I like using the, the moving averages. I like using the, um, the moving averages. Honestly, technical and fundamental um, indicators aren't doing as much in this market. You're right. I mean, a lot of the technical and fundamental uh, areas. Now, just, just for everyone out there, the difference between a technical indicator and a fundamental indicator is a fundamental indicator is, is pretty, you know, it's that's your earnings per share and that kind of thing, the, the, the relative strength. And, and um, the, the technical analysis is more the moving averages. And I was showing, basically, I was talking about the moving averages initially. Uh, here and uh, and then and then I do talk somewhat about the uh, um, the fundamentals. I'm mostly I'm mostly a technical trader, but in this market I've been using some fundamental analysis as well uh, to to uh, to trade. So very interesting. Uh, great great question. Uh, every stock is pointing down for the most at the most part. We're in a bit. Of, I agree with you. I agree with you. But I think based on what I'm looking at in terms of the follow through days on the indexes. I think we've put in two uh, up days. We're gonna, if we can put in two more by Friday, we'll have a confirmed uptrend. Right now, we are in a correction. I absolutely agree with you. Um, I absolutely agree with you. But um, <laughs> the technical indicators are telling me, they're telling me that if we get two more up days on the major indexes, either the S and P 500 or the Nasdaq then we're likely to get a follow-through day. We're, we could get a follow-through day as early as Friday. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen, but if we do get a follow-through day by Friday, that would be a signal to move back into the market. Right now, you're right. We're in a downtrend. It's not, you know, I'm mostly in cash still, just trying to find things that are buying viable. Uh, but that's a very good point. Let's look at Zim. Zim is in the shipping business, uh, and they have been just, just a tremendous... Uh, in terms of dividends, they have been just absolutely, totally excellent. Uh, but as you can see, if we if you look back here, um, you know, basically you can saw where I was stopped out, where I was sold out. I sold out my Zim position here back, and I was I was trading it back on the uh, 16th of March. You see, I had a technical indicator that told me to get out. I sold out. I hadn't been back in. It topped and then it came back down, and now it's making a potential move. If we put the reversal line in there, potentially you could you could possibly build a position here at the this is the um, this is the, the the 50 day line as it comes you know as it's, as it's come down. It came down almost to the 200 day line and then bounced. This 
technically is looking, you know, good, but we this the stock is starting to break down a little bit. Uh, as you'll notice, when when it was more healthy, it was coming down to the 50-day line, bouncing, 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 and then it came down and it bounced, but it didn't bounce, and it, it came down and then it peaked and then it came down again. So it definitely is break. You know, this pattern it is an upward trend here, but this pattern is starting to break down. So I probably will not buy this one again because I want to see this, you know, if it's, if it's healthy, it's going to be bouncing right on that uh, 50 day line. But now it, 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 it went through it and it's trying to make a, um, a reversal higher. I would not be a buyer of Zim just based on that. I just, I just wouldn't. Um, but I still think it's in a good area of the market, but I just, I wouldn't be a buyer of it technically. Let's look at TECK. And let's look. There we go. Tech Resources. Oh, yeah, this is, the, this is the mining company. You're definitely in the right area again, Charles. Very good. You're, you're definitely have, you're definitely looking in the, right, in the right places. Notice, by the way, on time of technical analysis, we've been showing how, you know, how these stocks basically are, they're bouncing right up that, that, uh, that line that, um, you know, they're kind of, you know, they're going up and then down and then up. But they're but but the trend is up. We've made it looks like it's 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 tested here. It looks like it's moving higher. Can you buy it here? Well, yeah, you could because this is in a good area again of the market mining. Uh, Seventeen out of one ninety seven. So this is a strong area of the market. It looks like it's reversing higher. Look at that relative strength ninety eight. So that's a very good stock, and I think you could buy it here. Now I probably would like to buy it. When it, we're in a confirmed uptrend, we're not in a confirmed uptrend right now, but uh, that would be a good place to buy it. So good stock, good stock, very very good stock. Uh, what's the best trick to get the best fill when <laughs> buying a bull or a bear spread? Is to calculate. Thank you, Maria, for this. This is a good question. Here's what I do, uh, and that is, I basically what I do is I use um, something called the off option profits calculator. And this is free. This is, by the way, this is this is right out on. Uh, let me just kind of show you this. Uh, all right. What I do is I calculate the fair value. Go in there. Come on. <laughs> No, it's not letting me. Okay. I'm trying to get a search window to, to get this to, to, to go here. But let me show you this little trick that I use. And that's something called the option, options profit calculator. And it's it's out there on the internet. Come on. It's it's taking a little bit of time. I'm still not it's still not coming up. Oh, there we go. All right. So basically, what this is, is this is an online calculator that you can you can get just just by just by typing in the option profit calculator. It looks kind of like this. And here's what I do. Let's say, for instance, I'm doing a a um, you know I, I've calculated the, the the put spread that I want. Well, this will give me like let's say for instance I was looking at a, a put spread on um, on um, this is one of, this is one of the ones I did on um, Salesforce. So I'm looking at it, and I'm putting in all the variables. I'm getting the price, 
and everything like that. And I'm looking and saying, oh, well, what should be the value of that? Well, that's going to give me a 2.75 net debit. So what I'll do typically is when I put in when when I when I put in for a fill on this, I just won't go with a market fill. What I'll do is I'll put in a limit order uh, at 2.75 for this you know for this spread here for this bear put spread, and then I'll just leave it and then hopefully I'll get a fill on it. So that's what I do, is um is is I never go I always use a limit to get the best fill. And that and, and I use you use a limit order. So what you also can do is you can look at the um, you, you, you can look at the fill on it and then you can you can up oh, there we go. <laughs> a little bit of time catching up my, my video here. Uh, you, you can do it by doing it that way. So not a very, very good way to do it. Always use a limit order when you're buying a spread. All right. Um, spy is going to be um in deep uh be a deep water horizon for the next six months um probably it's probably going to be not that good um but i do think though we are going to get uh i do think we're going to get some very good um you know we, we i do think the market is going to change to the upward trend but it's not going to change it's not going to go back to the text like we thought it was it's going to be you know, it's going to be in it's going to be in the energy sector. I think still, I, I think I think still. All right, so let's see. <laughs> Technical indicators don't factor in Jerome Powell. You're absolutely right about this. They don't. They don't. But you know, I, it looks as if at least I'm seeing the second day of a fall, you know in, in terms of fall through. So we may we may get uh, we we <laughs> we may. Um, we may we may see it. What's the best indicator to get out of Zim? Okay, well that's a good question. Here's what here's here's kind of how I would look at it, and I'll just let me go back to, uh, you know, let me let me get back to that Zim chart for you, uh, Charles, and I want to show you how to how where I would set the um, uh, where, where I would be setting the uh, stop loss on that. So let me let me uh, hopefully get back in here, Zim. Oops. Still a little bit of a slowdown. See if I can. There we go. Let's see if it. Let's see if it lets me see it. There we go. Okay. So I think I think we're back now with Zim. Well, it's, it's still yeah. There we go. It was showing tech resources. So uh, my 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 charts are a little slow. Um, so here's where I would get out of Zim. Um, here, here, here's, here's where I'd get out of Zim. If you'll notice, there's a little green line here. I think you can see it. This is the 21-day moving average. So what I would do is I do believe that this thing is going to start moving upwards, but I would set my stop loss at this line. So what I would do for right now is I do think it's making a reversal, but I would set the stop loss on this one at the 21 day line, which in this case is 58, uh, 58.65. So what I would do is I would put in 58.65 here uh, for the, um, you know, for the, for this, you know, to get to, to get out. And then as this moves up, if it moves up, 
this 21 day line, I would just keep moving my stop loss up. I would stay right on this 21 day line. That's where I would put, that's where I would put my stop loss uh, on this. It's starting to reverse higher. It hasn't made a full reversal yet, but that's where I would put my stop losses right at that green 21 day moving average. So that's a really important one. It's called the 21 day exponential moving average. That's really important. You want to be trading above the 21 day moving exponential average. Uh, is my is my cell phone's account on my iPhone now? Oh, okay, sorry about that, Austin. Let's take a look for Austin. Honestly, um, the kind of the way is the only thing uh, could be a spending. Yeah, absolutely. This is right. Yeah, way down. No bueno. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true, Austin. That's absolutely true. But you can still make money in the market if you stay in the strongest sectors. Right now, the strongest sectors is still energy. It's still energy. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, what uh, What's your exit point indicator on Zim at 86? Okay. Good question. Uh, you were at 86. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow, that's high. Um, let's see, 86. Okay, if you're if you if 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 you I am sorry, what was your exit point exit point indicator on Sim at eighty six? Okay, what I would do at what I would do there is I would trade at the twenty at the forty at the at not at the twenty one day line at the uh, at the at the fifty day line, and that would be uh, my exit on that one sixty one seventy one. So let me put that up there for you. Um, it would be uh, 61.71, um, and that's the 50-day MA. That's where I would exit it if you were in at um, – that, that, that's, that's, where, that's where I would exit it if, if I was in at, um, at 60, 60, uh, 68 where you, where you said it, you, you were. Let's see. Yeah, you said that you were – yeah, if you were in at 86, I would I – would, I would put it at about 61. Um, you're down a little bit. Um, you, you're going to have to ride this one up, but right now I'd put it. I, I would. I, I would. Uh, I would. I would put it right at the uh, the 50-day moving average, about 61 right now, based on where you entered it. All right. This is probably the last question. Thank you so very much. Or UVXY. Let's look at that, Austin. Thank you. UVXY. Yeah, let's look at that one. All right. All right. Oh, ultra. Oh, the short-term VIX. <laughs> You're a gambling man, I can tell. You can tell that a gambling man. Um, yeah, you can make money in this one, but boy, I tell you, you gotta be quick on the draw. I you know, this one you gotta be watching. You gotta be on this one all day. You can't, this one is not you can't it's not a set and forget on this one on this one but thank you very much for that great great stuff well everybody um thanks for taking a look at the show today i'll be back tomorrow at uh five o'clock hopefully uh and uh we'll back with your questions if you're not already a member of the action trade alerts super easy to do just go to www.dallastradingfloor.com first and last name and, uh, and put that out there, and uh, you'll be signed up for the free action alerts. Also, we do have a Discord room. 
and uh, that's available as well. Take a look at that. And uh, I also have up a heat map of the sectors of the economy that are that the sectors of the stock market that are doing the best. You got to go to floor to get that. Uh, but there's a button there and you can see it. If you're watching on TikTok, super easy to do. Just go to the uh, my profile, click on the link, and you can see where you can get that heat map and also the free action trailer. So I'll be back tomorrow at, oh, when I have one more question, I think, from, let's see, from, oh, oh, let's see if I can, let's see if it lets me see it. Sometimes we get banned, you know, this time of day we get some bandwidth issues. Well, it's not letting me see it. I will be back tomorrow at um, at 5 o'clock. Till then, everybody, happy trading and um, stay safe out there. And uh, hopefully get that. Oh, by the way, please like this show. Definitely important because it gets, gets us out there to a lot more people. So please like the show. And I will see you back here tomorrow at 5.